Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello and welcome back to the Low Ratings Podcast. We have a special for you. As we did last week when we discussed Brazilians and people got very, very upset uh, I've got a feeling uh, the same thing might happen today. Uh, I'm joined by Leas, Raj and Hussain. And we're going to rank the best Premier League strikers, Premier League only, but all-time Premier League. So 1991, 92, all the way till now, uh, from 10 to 1. Um, so there's no, there's no, this is how you should rate someone. This is how you shouldn't. It's all on your own perspectives. So Hussain, you're the newbie here. Who have you got in number 10? Uh, so I'd say my one, like one to nine, I will fight for. Like, I think this is, you get me? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get swayed, but I think my number 10, I had a bit of, you know, I had a bit of leeway. So I was like, cool, I'll, I'll put this person, but I am, you know, willing to, to be convinced otherwise, but you get me, it's not all about, you know, goals and assists for me. It's, 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 it's about leadership. It's about aura. It's about swag. Um, I'll, I'll put Cantona, Ken Garrick. What? Yeah, in your top I didn't 10. put Eric Cantona yeah. in my top 10. I didn't put Burkamp either, if you guys put him as well. Yeah, because, that... say for me, it's a tough one, right? Because I don't yeah. consider them out-and-out out strikers. But if you want to put him in, if you were to, then I, to I would play. say, yeah, he probably is top yeah. 10. But just for me, it's, it's a question of semantics over the word, what is a striker? And for me, I yeah. don't think he falls into, into my definition. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple players like that. There's a couple like second strikers. It's kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. nine and a half, not really nine, not really 10. But if you had to put them in a position, it would be striker. So that's why I have included him. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, he was nowhere near my top 10. Like genuinely nowhere near. Right. I've actually got honorable mentions that I'd have, but I had have way ahead of him. Um, I, I, I can see like reasons why you'd have him. Obviously, you yeah. said he's got a swag, he's got a bit of this and that. I'll yeah, give you 100%. my 10th. Yeah. Um, which I think everyone has forgotten about, you know. Frenchman had a documentary, little bit controversial, played really? here, played there. Yeah, bro, he scored goals everywhere. He was he good, yeah. You, yeah. So I, my thing was like, obviously, I think my 10th again, I'm not that bothered that, like, if someone said it, he's not the guy or he's not 10th, but played, obviously, across Europe. We're only, only looking at the Premier League. Cooked at Arsenal. Cooked at Liverpool in a very short stint. Cooked at City. Oh, you guys are going to hate my 10th. I can already tell, man. If Anelka's your 10th, you guys are going to hate my 10th. <laughs> go on, go on. Who's your 10th? Go on. Nah, Raj, you go first, right? <laughs> you go give your 10th, and I'll give my 10th. So, yeah, mine's a guy you already mentioned earlier, as a Burkamp. As you say, he's a second striker, a bit like Cantona, similar kind of player. But I thought they were kind of like pioneers in their roles. I didn't really see Cantona, so, but I saw a bit of Burkamp. And the guy was just a pure technician, wasn't he? Some of those assists and flicks, that, they're just unreal. Uh, him and Omri were just an unreal partnership together. Uh, yeah, and he probably, he, and then also for Holland as well, he did a few things. So this guy, I, in my opinion, he's got to be in there. Um, but I can see why he wouldn't. He's not a pure striker. Yeah. Uh, he didn't come into my list because of that. I have Luis Suarez at number 10. Ooh. Ooh. What's going on there then? <laughs> I have Luis Suarez at number 10. Uh, you guys are going to hear my other nine, but I just think for how long these other players did it or for the peaks in terms of like, did they 
Did they win the league? That, that's another thing. I think almost every single player in my list, bar Suarez, another guy, has won the league. So I did take mm-hmm. that into consideration. But look, 69 Premier League goals. I think almost every single other person on my list has more goals than him. Everyone probably did it for a bit longer than he did. Was his peak at his very, very best better than 90% of people on my list? Absolutely. Luis Suarez, when you take his entire career into account, is he better than 99% of the people on my list? Absolutely. But for what mm. he did in the Premier League, when I look at their legacy in the Premier League, never won the league, which I'm not going to take the, uh, massively away from him because at the end of the day, Liverpool only got to where they were because of him. But he was there for what, three and a half seasons? I think that the other guy, the other nine guys in, in my list, I think I, w- I would put above him. But, the, but there are going to be other p- players on the list who have been in the Premier League for like eight or nine seasons. The but guy at number maybe, nine, for example, never touched the level that Luis Suarez did in 2013-14 and arguably 2012-13. I am willing mm. to admit that right now. But when you hear my number nine, I'll have reasoning for why I have him in a Premier League list above Luis Suarez. Yeah, I hear it. But I don't think long, longevity for me wasn't a, a huge factor for me simply because like a lot of players lack ambition, a lot of players... You gave me like, a, 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 like you, you can't blame Suarez for leaving that Liverpool team and going and winning everything definitely with Barcelona. Not, so, not. yeah, but I do hear it, but I don't hear it. Tenth is mad low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that like, is mad low. I could have taken because I didn't have Burkamp or Eric Cantona on my list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, or Anelka. The, yeah, there's like, I can, I can, I, I for a fact know everyone's got Suarez in their top 10. I would go as far as arguing that the, the rest of us have Suarez at least in our top six. So, Tenth really? is mad low. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with my decision to put him tenth. But we'll, we'll see. All right, I'm just if we're if we're saying like their peak, I'd like to quickly before we go into the ninth, give some very honourable mentions to. Uh, you might have these guys if you do. Just don't mention it. Idaga Johnson, some player man. He was that guy. Like I don't know what blue shirt it was, but it had a really like memorable. What was it? Two thousand really memorable sponsor. Yeah. Um, what was, what was it, the sponsor? Man? I can't remember. It'll come to you. Zola was in Epson? that shirt as well. No. Autoglass. Producer might remember. It was apparently some Samsung. No, it was Autoglass. It was Autoglass. Shout out yeah. Autoglass. Mm. I think they're a Yorkshire company. Bang, bang. Let's go. They did my windows. Um, then <laughs> Denver Bar, you know. Autoglass for Denver Bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You said Denver Bar. Oh, Denver Bar. Come on. Bro, listen to me. I've said honorable <laughs> mentions. Just gonna jump man. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, wait. So you, you had honorable mentions. You had Demba Ba. over Demba Ba, man. Yeah. So, so wait, are you telling me Demba Ba you had in your closer like honorable mentions than Cantona? Yeah. Yeah, I'm locking off. Yeah, I'm locking off. What's going on, man? What is going on? Yeah, I'm off. Alright, we need a new host. We need a new host, man. <laughs> Listen to me, yeah. There, I love how my Suarez shout is just nah, like kind of going out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Suarez shout is completely fine compared to this, man. Yeah. I'm not saying he's in my top 10. I'm not even saying he's that close. I'm just saying he deserves a shout out. Like he cooked in the Premier League for every every team he played for. He did unbelievably well. He's one of those Two players. Teams he played for Newcastle and Chelsea. <laughs> and West Ham. And West Ham. That's why I'm on this yeah. seat and that's why you're on that seat. <laughs> I've got another one as well. I mean, if you're going to mention Demo Bar, Papi Cisse, you may as well give him an yeah, honourable mention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen. And my final honourable mention is Michu. Not saying he was close to the list, but I'm saying people have forgotten about this guy. He cooked that season. No joke. Um, forget her top 10 strikers in Premier League history. Right? Um, let's go to number nine. I'm going to come back to Suarez. So I think we're going to chat about Suarez later on. And I think there's going to be lots of reasons why I wouldn't have had him number 10. Uh, Raj, who's your number nine? Uh, yeah, it's a tricky one. I've gone with uh, Michael Owen. Uh, this guy... I think everyone thinks about washed Michael Owen after the injuries, where he was just a bit of a poacher, couldn't do much else. But pre-injury, Michael Owen was rapid. He could finish off both feet. He was winning Liverpool matches second-handedly, the 2001 FA Cup final. Arsenal dominated that game from start to finish. But two Michael Owen finishes out of nowhere won him the cup. Um, this guy, I, I think he was a magical player. Even that, remember that England-Argentina goal in 1998, seeing clips of that. This guy was a phenomenon, really. Uh, shame injuries kind of ruined a bit of his uh, latter career. But yeah, I think his goal record is still up there. So yeah, I had him at nine. Uh, I wish I'd put Mike. I mean, I say I wish. That's someone that that, that definitely, like, I missed him. Uh, two golden boots at what? 18 years old and yeah. 19 years old. Ballon d'Or. Uh, the second youngest yeah. Ballon d'Or winner in history after R9. 
that that's one that I, that he didn't even cross my mind. I don't know if I would put in my top ten, but that that's a really good shot right there. 118 goals in 216 games for Liverpool at that age, considering his age, and and now there's a lot of players who you go, oh yeah, this guy's like 16 and he's cooking. But back then, it was not really a big thing that you'd have players that young. I've actually weirdly got Owen Knight on my list as well. Um, but he it was yeah. so close with someone else, which I think people have in their list. Um, the same, He's got, got a bit life. of a me- medical insight on Owen as well. The problem with him is, but when he, he was a youngster, um, they did this, a, a type of hamstring surgery, which kind of ruined him. And it's been later proven to be a really poor form of surgery. And now it's been modernised. So if he was around in today's game, he, his career would have lasted way longer. He's a yeah. for, and he's misfortunate with medical advances, really. Do you think right. perhaps too that move to Real Madrid probably came a bit too early for him, especially yeah. given who they had at the time? Mm. Yeah, he had, he was competing with Raúl, Ronaldo, and uh, yeah, he had no chance of getting in really. And that was post injury, Marcelino as well. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think it did kind of harm him. The same okay. on on Michael Owen actually, um, he's the best number seven post Ronaldo in, in at Man United. That's, that's Gabriel Overton, Cavani, bro. No, he didn't. Gabriel Overton. We had Antonio Valencia. We had Memphis Depay. We had Alexis uh, Sanchez. Bro, Owen. Yeah. What about Owen. Cavani though? Cavani. Nah, yeah. man. Cavani's knackered. Bro, nah, Cavani. Did he win number seven? Yeah. Cavani fooled yeah, you. He's lot, knackered, you know? man. He's he was knackered. like, I'm so passionate. I love this club. Yeah. He was injured basically. Anytime a Uruguay but game came around, came, to, came from Liverpool. He said, "I love this club." What I'm saying is, Cavani yeah. sold the dream to you lot that he actually loved United when actually he was he was playing for Uruguay in between whilst True. he was apparently injured for United. Well, he was better than Owen, man. Owen has that one moment against City, but I digress. Yeah. Who's your number? And Hattrick, Hattrick. Um, my number nine is Dennis Burkamp. Um, again, I can't really put him as a striker. He's one of those those weird positions. He could be higher, but he was scared of flying. So he gave me that plays against him. But um, nah, it, it, from what from what you know, defenders have said about about him, and you know, even if you go and you know you watch him, I was too young to to really watch him live. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you at the age of three I was watching Arsenal. You know, but um, yeah, nah, Dennis Bergkamp number nine. Um, it would be a bit disrespectful to not include him, but yeah, not 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 quite near the other guys that I've got. Can't argue it. Leas nine. All right, I just want to, again, repeat myself. The person I have at number nine is not someone that I believe is a better striker than Luis Suarez. But when I look at Premier League legacy, I think he has a better Premier League legacy than Luis Suarez. At number nine, and I don't know if any of you guys have him, I have Jamie Vardy. I knew it. I'm sick of this guy already, man. I I have Jamie Vardy. I have Jamie Vardy because in his time in the Premier League, I just want to read some stats that I took. I tweeted this out October of 2021. And this is how his big game record stood at the time. Against Manchester City, nine goals, three assists in 18 games. Against United, six goals, four assists in 16 games. Against Spurs, eight goals, five assists in 15 games. Against Liverpool, eight goals, one assist in 13 games. Against Chelsea, four goals, one assist in 17 games. Against Arsenal, 11 goals, one assist in 13 games. That totals out to 61 goal contributions in 92 games against the big six for a guy who played for Leicester City's entire career, won the league of Leicester City, won a golden boot for Leicester City, and for the most part has just been incredibly consistent for such a long amount of time. Again, I repeat, Luis Suarez is a better striker than Jamie Vardy every single day of the week. But when I look at what each has done in the Premier League, I think Jamie Vardy ranks higher than him in an all-time Premier League list. Yeah, man. Eight. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I, I do I do hear what you're saying. Um, but for me, there's there's not a list that he goes, yeah, he's 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 at a higher level than than Luis Suarez. But I do hear it. If you're talking about Premier League, you know, longevity, etc. Really Premier League. Suarez yeah. played three and a half we, years. He, he has we, 69 Premier League goals. Suarez, I yeah. think is Vardy 150 club. Uh he, he should be, yeah. I, I believe he is. he is for Leicester. Come on, man. Yeah. And he won the league. Let's have a look. Is is he? No, I think he's actually scored 147, you know. Oh, Only because I looked at the list earlier. Give me a second. 50 penalty. <laughs> yeah. All smashed into the middle. Nah, well. he's actually wow. at 133. Suarez league. probably has 50 of his goals against Norwich. So if you want to go with them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. 50 of them against John Roddy. <laughs> Bro, but you, do, do you realize like what you're saying? Ninth best striker in Premier League well, history. Let me let me just repeat myself. Again, I don't have the likes of Bearcamp. I don't have the likes of Continent. Also, I don't have the likes of Andy Cole, of Michael Owen. I did forget, but I included players that I've seen. So from Rude Van Nistelrooy on, basically of players that I've seen. 
Uh, second or third best best player, but in terms of Premier League legacy, Suarez doesn't have a better Premier League legacy than Jamie Vardy. Hussein, number eight. We've got a long way uh, to go yet, so I'm going to just... You yeah, did you give your number nine? Uh, I did. Mine's Michael Owen as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number eight is um, someone that Arsenal fans hate, um, Mr. Didier Drogba. Um, yeah, complete striker. That, that that season where Chelsea had that kit where like it kind of... You know which one I'm talking about, man. That he, free kicks, headers, um, back to goal, running, getting behind. Like he's he's yeah, he's complete, man. Loved watching him. Um, I think he's massively underrated, massively disrespected. Again, people are gonna look at stats, you know, five goals, whatever here and there. But yeah, man, won the Chelsea basically four champions. Uh, won the Champions League for Chelsea and a terrible season. Um, at well, however old he was, so yeah. Mister hmm. Drogba. I said, Drogba's a weird one, you know. I, I yeah. like sat on this for ages. I was like, he's either going in at like top five or he's not going in. And then at well, some some point, I was like, oh, you have to put him in. Yeah, he's he's, he's in. But like when you look at his, obviously we're saying, I mean, you can't say discard, uh, like get rid of stats because half the reason half these players are going to be in is because of the goals they scored. And if I'm not wrong, Drogba actually only scored more than twenty goals once in his Premier League career, um, in a season. Premier League mm-hmm. goals. I think um, did he did the first because he has two golden boots. Is the first one less than twenty goals? I think so. Let me have a quick look. I'm quite sure. If not, I'll just edit it out. That's how it works. Um, <laughs> here we go. I'll host from now on. Uh, Still, I don't know. Terrorized, and again, you, you look at the era that he played in. You, you had Vidic, Ferdinand. You had some of the best centre backs in the world, and he just yeah, he made light light meat of them. So yeah, yeah man. I remember he used to make um, Jamie Carragher, Sammy Huppier look like fools, really, on a regular occasion. I think Carragher said he's the hardest striker he played against in his Premier League career. I can imagine. I think. Left foot, right foot, bro. Yeah, go on. Here's the thing. So he's actually, he scored tw- 20 goals in one season, 29 in the other season. Off your pub. Mm. Off your pub. But no, no. Bear with in other seasons, he scored 10, 12, 8, 5, 11, 5, 4. <sighs> That's not. That's quite stinky. I'm not gonna lie. That's... There's a lot of context to Drogba. I have him later, and I'm gonna defend Drogba harder when I when I name him. But there's All a right, lot cool. of context. Who, who's your uh, Who's your eight? Robin Van Persie is my number eight. And this is again, he kind of falls into the category with Van with Suarez for me because again, he's another guy whose peak wasn't that like his peak in the Premier League. I mean, he had two to three years, Robin Van Persie, where. He was arguably the best striker on the planet. I truly believe so. There was a, a point, I don't know if Salah has gone on to break this, probably. But Van Persie equaled Thierry Henry's record at the time of most goals in a calendar year for a Premier League striker of 34 in a Premier League uh, Premier League goals in a calendar year. 34 goals in a year. And it was this weird period, right? Because when Henry left for Barcelona and when Van Persie really emerged, they had Bentner, they had Adebayor for a bit of time. They had Eduardo, Shamak, and they really could never find a striker to tie down to really reach levels Henri did. And Van Persie was always in those squads. At times he was playing on the right. Sometimes he was even playing as a 10. But something clicked with Van Persie when he came back from this one big injury, which injuries always held him back. And he came back literally the best striker on the planet. 32 mm. goals one season. I No, not 32 goals. Again, 32 goals over calendar year. But he won the, the Premier League best player in the league, PFA. Top scorer, I believe, two single times. He just came back at a totally different beast. And it was those Arsenal teams really holding him back. And then he went on to go to Manchester United and win them the league. And to be honest, if he didn't win the league with United, I probably would have put him in the same category as Luis Suarez. Three years at the top, but no Premier League to really show for it. But that league title of United, and I have a bit of bias here, obviously as a United fan, but that's one of the greatest carry jobs I've ever seen in my life, right? Like that United team, you went on to see what they did the next year when Van Persie actually missed a lot of that year through injury. They had no right winning the league. He took them from challengers to, to title winners almost overnight. And over, here's another thing too. Van Persie, for as many injuries as he had, still scored 144 Premier League goals. The two seasons you're talking about, 30 goals in 38 league yep. goals. That is 26 and 38 league goals for United. But you're not wrong. The other seasons in between, uh, he just didn't play enough games. Yeah, um, I'm going to come to Van Persie. I've, I've got a little thing about Van Persie. Uh, Raj, who's your number eight? I've got Van Persie as well. Um uh, and the thing that stands out about me is this guy technically was phenomenal. As Liaz mentioned, he played all kinds of different uh, positions. He wasn't just a pure finisher. This guy could create as well. That left foot of his was magic, really. And I think the one game that stands out in that season where he was at Arsenal, where he came back, as Leah said, from the big injury, was that 5-3 at Stamford Bridge. 
He, he yeah. absolutely tore them apart. Yeah. And this was an Arsenal team with dross like Andre Santos in there. And he was carrying them to a higher level than they deserved to be. I think that same season, uh, Man U went, uh, destroyed Arsenal 5 0 or something at the start of the season. And then Arsenal actually made loads of panic buys yeah. on the last day. It's part of Wenger into making mm-hmm. panic buys. Uh, but Van Persie in that season carried them. Uh, and yeah, a, a beautiful technician, really. And yeah, he's, he's um, at my eighth as well. I think the technician part too, I didn't even touch on that, right? Like, can you name a guy with a cleaner volley in, in, in your lifetime? The, the ball yeah. comes at, down to him in the air. Like, it, it's a goal almost every single time. He had such great technique. I, th- I In my opinion, I think, just off the top of my head, just saying it out loud, I think he scored the best goal I've ever seen in Premier League. The one against Charlton, I think. Charlton, when, yeah. It's like, yeah. like hip height. And the ball's come out. If the ball's not even come, like, with a bit of bend on it. It's come Mental. pretty quickly, hip height, and he somehow volleyed it in. I've, yeah. I thought that, you- like... When yeah. I saw that, I was like, that's and the best goal. Was, that, yeah, that goal he scored against Villa to win us the league, he yeah, scored that yeah. two Mental. different times for Arsenal. He scored, yeah. that, he scored that exact yeah. goal twice for Arsenal. Song. Song yeah. assist. That, that yeah, goal yeah, was yeah. crazy as yeah. well. Um, saying, who you got? Have you heard your eighth? Yeah, you heard my eighth. My eighth was uh, Drogba. Seventh? Seventh is, again, Van Persie. Yeah, I've got the same. Um, this, is where the t- this is where the list gets samey, but I think as we go up, it becomes yeah. very different. Yeah, it's um, just going to be one or two places different from from now. But yeah, again, b- being a United fan, he tore it up for Arsenal. I still remember the, the moment we signed him. I was, bro, I couldn't believe. Like, I was just looking at the BBC article um, just in disbelief. And bro, <laughs> he tore it up for us. Like, literally, just making sure that Man United confirmed the signing of Robert Van Persie from Arsenal. I'm thinking, what's going on, man? But um, yeah, that season stands out so clearly for me just because of him. Bro, his movement was incredible. Link-up play. Um, if you gave him half a chance, like that's all he needed. He was so, so lethal. Literally half a chance he would score. If not, he would usually get the follow-up. Um, yeah, again, just I remember just watching match day breakdowns and they just see his movement, the way he comes close and then moves back. Do you remember um, what um, Fergie said, the quote on him? He told, uh, Rio basically repeated it, but he basically told all of United's players, Kagawa, Carrick, Scholes, Rooney, if you do not find this, like he's going to make runs yeah. every single time. If you yeah. do not find him, you will not play. Yeah. Literally made them like he he literally came for that season and made him the focal point. He said, "Listen, like play around him," and and you saw it that season. Um, Rooney, you know, from the from the wing as well. I think ever so many assists to Van Persie that season as well. Yeah, amazing. He, he was he was so good. He had Wayne Rooney wanting to leave. I remember that there was a summer where Rooney was like, "I'm not. I'm, I want to. I want to dip because he was like, this guy's just coming and taking my spot." That's the one um, thing, right? Those two probably never like they had a decent chemistry. Yeah, but they probably should have hit higher heights together as on paper. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Raj, who you got seventh? Seventh, yeah, again, I got Drogba, so it's just a flipped around. Um, as I said, this guy, the goal record, I wouldn't look at too much because I think he just used to terrorize the fence. Uh, and even elite defenders, as Hussein mentioned, like uh, Vidic, Carragher, uh, Hupia, and players like that, he used to tear them apart and he used to like soften them up for the other attackers to then go on and do other stuff off him because his link play was very good as a hold at nine. Um, so yeah, he's got to be in there uh, in the top ten. Yes, I have Rude Van Nistelrooy at seven. Okay. In fact, I'm really wondering: Are you guys missing someone that I have? Uh, maybe it is Rude. I, I'm not sure. Uh, Rude Van Nistelrooy is, is a weird one. I feel like his legacy in the Premier League has kind of aged poorly because when people look back, when they didn't watch him, right? You kind of look back. He was playing in the era where United were kind of exiting that '99 core. If you, if you notice, Schmeichel was gone. Roy Keane was kind of on his last legs. And really, that was a domination period between Chelsea and Arsenal. And Van Nistelrooy was keeping United afloat. And actually, when Van Nistelrooy left, immediately United won three league titles and the Champions League. So it doesn't really mm. look good for him when you just look at it on paper. Mm. But Ruud Van Nistelrooy, bar Wayne Rooney, and that's even if you consider Wayne Rooney a striker or not, is Manchester United's most clinical forward ever. Their most clinical number nine ever, without a doubt. The goal record that he had at Manchester United in the Premier League, in the Champions League as well, there was actually a season where he was the top scorer and the, and the top assister of the entire competition, is unbelievable. And I, I see a lot of people kind of come for him because the, the, the quality of goals he scored weren't of a Van Persie or of a Drogba. It's a lot of five-yard tap-ins. It's a lot of late runs in the box, maybe deflections. But I look at a guy like Erling Haaland right now who's scoring a lot of those goals as well. And no one is seeming to take take the fist out of him for that. At the end of the day, this isn't basketball, right? A, a goal from five yards mm-hmm. is not any less than a, a screamer from 40. And I just look at what Ruud van Nistelrooy brought to the Premier League at the time. He was up against Thierry Henry and he was beating him to golden boots. And, and granted, Henry was more than just goals, right? This, this guy was giving up the penalties to, to Perez at times. 
Lavenda Soroy marked the period in the Premier League as the most clinical, lethal bagsman. Not a, a complete forward, but in terms of pure goals. And he has a Premier League trophy on, on top of that, a PFA Player of the Year, and a golden boot. I think his position in, in, in what is it, I have seventh. I think it's well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've missed him out, actually. I, he's a good shout. <coughs> he might even be ahead of Owen uh, in terms of his pedigree. Uh, that Champions League thing you mentioned, his, this is a record. He's got 76 goals and assists in 78 Champions League starts. That's yeah. phenomenal. I had no idea it was that, really. Um, yeah. Slight yeah, caveat to this one. It's Premier League only. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I had to throw it in just to sweeten it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't have him in my list at all. Uh, and I didn't even think about him, to be fair. And this is hilarious, because wait till I read out some of the other names I had on potential shout-outs. I'm not going to shout-outs, just potential shout-outs. I had Jermaine Defoe, Hernan Crespo, Zola. <laughs> I had a lot of man out there. I didn't have Van Nistelrooy. I don't know how I missed him, because I actually love him. I thought he was a top, top striker. De- to leave them a bar alone, all right? Stop coming for my African king. The guy's, he's, he's the guy, bro. Um, my number seven. Uh I've got a feeling this is going to be very unpopular. I, I, I don't know, actually. You might not even have him on your list, but I think he's still got some way to go. Um, and I think he's still going to get better. And I think he's he might potentially end up being top of this list one day. So currently, on the basis of that... Oh, no. I'm going to go Harry Kane in seventh. Oh. Um, I don't know. who Who are you thinking of? I thought you were going to say Haaland. <laughs> I thought I was no, going to say no, Haaland. bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's <laughs> a handful of games. Oh, he's Yeah, so yeah. my thing was right. If I look at the guys above Harry Kane, I almost like can't get rid of them. That was that was my problem. I was like, I'd love to put Kane higher. Um, but some of these guys like genuinely, I think, are actually just better overall strikers than Kane. Kane just, like, plays as a striker and he's a supplier as well. Um, and also, I was having this thought in my head about, do they have to win the Premier League title to be in the top five? And I felt like... Apparently, one of your guys does. <laughs> my number 10, apparently. <laughs> and you chill out with your Suarez shot, all right? <laughs> um, I, so, yeah, I was just like, I, in my opinion, I think Kane will end up top of this list. I think uh, in a few years, I'll, I'll we'll probably go top 10. If we're still doing YouTube then, Leah's probably won't be. Um, <laughs> and Raj is a full-time doc, so <laughs> probably not. Well, but I, I think... have a question for you, Nubid. You say in a few years you expect him to be number one. Does that inc- does that based off winning the Premier League? Because at the moment, right, like he's doing everything bar winning the Premier League. What what could he do bar winning the league for Spurs that would put him at number one? I think he needs to win the league. Uh, I think he needs to win a trophy. That's my like my biggest thing is if Kane retires oh, one on. day, you can't say Champions League doesn't count, but then say he has to win a different trophy. No, no, no. I'm saying Premier. He needs to win a Premier League, obviously. He's but I'm league, saying. Yeah. Generally, if I was to think about Harry Kane as one of the best strikers to have played in the Premier League, he he hasn't had a taste of any silverware. Um, Luis Suarez be fair, didn't win when he's... in the Premier League. That's what I'm. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying at Luis Suarez. Okay, answer this question at their peak. Suarez or Kane? You are having Suarez every day of the week? Yeah, because he's a better striker. But like my point is, like Suarez could have played one year, and I probably would have said the same thing. But here's my thing with Kane versus Suarez. Kane has done it now for what six, seven years as the top striker on in this league. Like he's won numerous golden boots. He's won uh, most assists in the league one single time. So that that's the thing with Suarez. If Suarez had done what he did, like double, like for six seasons, he would easily be higher in my list. But this but- is my thing, right? Suarez left Liverpool to win trophies. I don't think Kane's going to leave Tottenham, which is for me a problem. Like I'm going, you could be the best striker in the world, whatever you want to call it. If you went to a team where you could win trophies, if you went to a team where everything, all your output actually is quantifying something. And if Harry Kane, obviously this is a Premier League, Premier League only debate, but I'm coming to the winning trophies debate. If Harry Kane is this incredible striker and he's playing in this incredible England in England team, but he doesn't cook for England, there's an issue there. There's something. There's something going on. So I agree. I agree. Which would be why, in an all-time strikers list period, I would definitely put Suarez over Kane. No doubt about it. But like, I don't get in a Premier League purely debate how Suarez can be over Harry Kane because he didn't win trophies for. Actually, no, he won the League Cup, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he won the League Cup in, in comparison to none. But I, I just think like also, you... also just on that point as well, I think Suarez genuinely had a horrific team, probably the worst squad to finish second. Kane. It hasn't actually done that yet with Tottenham. What, Tottenham haven't come. K- K- but Kane's, Kane's, 
Kane's got yeah. a ton of goals finishing. How, however, where did Tottenham finish a couple of years ago? What was it like fifth or some shit? Like he's yeah, he, Kane he's scores good. second, fifth, regardless. He, he's scoring. I, I don't yeah. understand that. Like Kane, Kane finished second with a Spurs team that before the season started, no one expected them to come second. And then he finished... but they still had a better squad than what Liverpool had then. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, man. Like here's the thing: no one would have said that at the start of the season, bro. Like no one was expecting Mauricio Pochettino's team in in 20 what was it 2016, 17 or 2017, yeah. 18, whatever 16, 2015, 17, 16 to be finishing where they were. Him scoring 30 goals out of nothing. No one was expecting Kane to take that giant leap. I think Kane elevated a lot of those teams. For me, Kane versus Suarez, again, who is the better striker? I agree. I take Suarez every single day of the week. But Premier League legacy, Kane is what now? The third top goal scorer in Premier League history. That has to count for something, man. I've, I've got him seventh, so shut Fair. up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had enough. <laughs> Liz, who, who have you got uh, sixth? He's bullying the only non-brown kid on the pod, man. <laughs> hey, he's got he's got ethnic roots. <laughs> my blood runs my <laughs> Drogba is my sixth. I love Didier Drogba, and I I for years now I fought the criticism on Twitter, sometimes single handedly. Honestly, I feel like he's one of the most disrespected players on that site. I think Drogba. People tend to forget that he kind of ushered in the age of leading the line by yourself. For years, you had front twos: Bergkamp and Henri, uh, Andy Cole, and and, and Dwight York. Dwight. He kind of came in and started this new invention of just, I play up front by myself. I occupy both center backs by myself. And all of a sudden, Frank Lampard is just going to basically poach in and around the areas of mm. space I leave behind for him and score goals for fun. Mm. Drogba, Chelsea, Chelsea just simply do not win those leagues without Didier Drogba. And that's whether he scores five goals or whether he scores 29 goals. On that 29-goal season, that 2009-10 season is arguably, when you talk about greatest individual Premier League seasons of all time, I think it might be top five. I, I think that's that's how far I'm willing to take it. Mm. How influential he was for that Chelsea team in one of the... In fact, it was the first 100-plus goal season from a Premier League mm. And he led the line uh, alongside Anelka and Maluda on either side. He was so influential for that team. And I always hear the, he scored five goals here, he scored 10 goals here. When you look at the amount of minutes he played in those seasons, how much time he missed through injury, whenever he went to AFCON halfway through the season, sometimes Luis Scolari... Yeah, that was Luis Scolari in 2008-09 basically benched him for no reason just to play Anelka up front because he preferred Anelka. So many, yeah. so much context that gets forgotten when people just kind of look at, oh, he scored five goals this season, 12 goals this season. When Didier Drogba was fit, when he was given a run of games to play, he was consistently Chelsea's most dangerous attacker. He was consistently leading the, them to the trophies. That's without even mentioning his big game record, his record in finals. I think he's extremely disrespected. And for me, six is where I would put him. And, and that's a good point you make about um, him leading the line. And he was that good but he pushed out another top 10 striker in, in Nabe's opinion, Anelka, to the wing. That's how good he was as a focal point. So, yeah, uh, that's a fair shout from you. He could do everything, man. Creatively, he created chances, yeah. a demon, the air. Like like you guys were yeah. saying, every single centre-back in the league from that era, you ask him who's their toughest test. Did he a drug book? Just on that, Menace. And that just on that Anelka point, maybe Anelka is such a tactically fluid player he can play wherever, oh, you know? <laughs> Shout out Nico Anelka. Um, we're saying, who you got sixth? My number six is the man who made me support Manchester United Football Club. It's uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy. Um, you were yeah. saying a lot of people have been telling me that recently. I'm, I'm speaking to like, I don't know how old you are, for example, but that 26, 27 age gap. Yeah, uh, age 25. Group, yeah, everyone yeah. tells me like, Ruud is the one who got me into football. Bro, into United. Ruud, Ruud, Ruud. That's why it's more to me than just... It's, it's the swagger. It's how they look. It's the hair that was that was that was slick back. It's the hairband, bro. The, yeah, man. Like Rude is my is my idol. I always say he's my number one. Um, yeah, and obviously not technically or anything. But if you're looking for goal scorer, um, I think he's probably top three, maybe on the list. Um, top two, maybe you could argue. Um, you know, he set the record for um, what was it? Set the record for most. Consecutive um, games with a goal before Vardy broke it. Before Vardy and also the debut season, right? Most goals in the debut yeah. season. Yeah. Until um, Torres broke it. Until Torres broke it. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, like literally, I think Sarilex waited a year to, to go back in for him as well. Yeah. Believed in him so much. Um, obviously, producers telling us that Skull said that if he had one penalty, one person to take a penalty, um, and, you know, he bet his life on it, it would be Rid Minister because of his composure. The mentality as well, like, they, I think Rio said it as well, that there'd be days where, you know, he'd, he'd go back into the changing rooms and he'd see that Thierry Henry scored and that would just, like, put him out of his mood because yeah. there was there was a race going on between them. Mm. So, yeah, Ruud van Nistelrooy is definitely, uh, definitely on my list. Um, I was debating having him higher, but I, I don't know. I was like, maybe it's a nostalgia thing, maybe, you know, sentimental. But yeah, I think six is fair. 
You know, the interesting thing Raj. about that um, Van Nisselrooy debut season is he was actually coming off an ACL tear at PSV and he came immediately yeah. Yeah. into that season at United. Yeah. Started banging him in for fun. And you see how players are yeah. reacting to ACL tears nowadays. Take a while to get going. So it just shows what a natural finisher he was. People forget, too, I know this is a Premier League conversation, but he went to Real Madrid and won the league twice. He was the top scorer there as well. Venice yeah. Roy is, is one, I, I'm telling you, his legacy really has kind of aged yeah. poorly or people have just forgotten about him because, man, at his peak... The thing is, he's he's one of those players where people watch compilations now and judge players, and he, he, yeah. he didn't score attractive goals. That's a reality, but he scored goals. Um, also, if I'm not wrong, wasn't that the summer United signed Veron for more money and thought Veron was going to be the guy... And it actually turned out to be Van Nistroy, who was the guy, and yeah. Veron stunk the place out. Um, mm. Raj, who you got sixth? Sixth, I've got uh, your boy Luis Suarez. So, yeah, I think the, that uh, two-year period was phenomenal, really. It's, the thing is, it's not just the volume of goals. It's what the actual goals were. Some of them were just mm. ridiculous. Just him pulling complete rabbits out of the hat. It wasn't anyone creating or putting chances on the plate for him. The two ones which stand up for me is one against Newcastle, where Jose Enrique just lumps it into the box, as he often used to do. And Suarez chests it around the goalkeeper and then scores. And then the other one, I know Lies was saying about his Norwich record, but those Norwich, that Norwich hat-trick was ridiculous. I don't care. That. I you say could have tongue-in-cheek, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have 10 petter checks in there. They weren't stopping those goals. Because they, uh, they, they were so well-placed and they were just phenomenal pieces of te technique. Um, so, yeah. And I think um, in that 13-14 season, Suarez's record against the big six gets talked about. But his performances, they, he didn't score or assist many, but his performances were still amazing in them. Uh, and he was just helping the likes of Sterling, Coutinho and Sturridge flourish, really. Um, so, yeah, on pure natural ability, he is... A second to Henri in terms of the, the pure natural ability, I think, as the best player in the Premier League history. I think I that 13-14 season, I think there's an argument that is the greatest Premier League season of all time. I mean, you're not even forgetting, mm -hmm. forgetting about the fact that he missed the first 10 games. Yeah. He scored 31 yeah. goals. Also, if I'm not wrong, that season, Gerard scored 10 and they're all pens. Suarez didn't take a single pen. Yeah, he didn't take any pens, no. Which is crazy. Like Even if, even if Gerard gave him five, he would have broken a record by miles. Um, so yeah, the, the character Suarez is interesting and not one that I want to talk about, but, um, sixth, I've gone Van Persie, uh, cause I, I absolutely just loved watching Van Persie. It was like during an era where I was playing so much football, uh, like watching a guy who had the touch that he did, the killer instinct that he did in and around the box, but the ability to just move defenders around. I think like Van Nistroy obviously is like the guy for that. But I think Van Persie, because of how good his some of his goals were, people forget how good his movement was in the box um, and how many goals he scored from that. I just wish he was fitter for longer. Um, I'll give you my fifth straight off the bat, which obviously means this man's high. Uh, but I've gone Luis Suarez. Um, similar reasons to Raj, because I'm just going like, some of the stuff that he was doing on the pitch will completely... <laughs> it was unheard of at that time. I don't In the Premier League, anyway. That profile of striker was terrorising world-class defenders week in week out uh, and there was a game the game that sticks in my mind too actually a game against Hull I think where um, I believe he had a, a grade three ankle sprain or something and uh, they Liverpool had a free kick and the bench and everyone was begging him to come off he to the point where he's wearing those um, Adidas boots that were made out of uh, thread I think and he basically said like I'm, I'm taking this free kick it was say again but the Flyknit, he used to bring... Yeah, the Knicks yeah. made by thread, whatever it was. And uh, Gerard's like, I'm taking this free kick. He puts the ball down. Liverpool, I think it's 1-1. Bends the free kick top corner and then subs himself off. And I was like, this guy has just made us something different. And then the United game where I think Dirk Kout scored a hat-trick possibly and Suarez had a hand in every goal. And I was kind of... Yeah. And, and it wasn't like he had a hand, like he squared it to him for a tap-in. Yeah. Uh, there was one where he like took four players on and poked it across the goal line. Dirk Kout did what he did. Um, mm. Just pinched his goal off him. And I was just like, how's this man doing this? That's that's why he's so high in my list. Yeah, I think um, Gerard said oh, his ankle it. wouldn't even fit into his boot. But he somehow yeah. managed to make it squeeze in there. <laughs> he played with a grade three ankle sprain. That's ridiculous, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hussein, number five. I've got the same as you. Luis Suarez. My fifth is Harry Kane. I kind of gave the reasons why. I mean, for me, him versus Suarez in terms of Premier League legacy, 
I have to put Harry Kane. The, the thing is, when I tweeted this out a, a, a bit a few weeks ago, or no, a week ago, a lot of people were actually bringing up names like Drugba. Why, why is Harry Kane in over Drugba? I purely think Harry Kane is a Premier League trophy away from honestly making very uncomfortable conversations with almost every single player on this list, bar only. I think like he's that good. The consistency that this guy has had since he burst onto the scene is something in the Premier League that I, I haven't seen before in, in my years of watching football. Like in Premier League purely, the amount of goals he scores, the, the way he's reinvented his, his, his game as the injuries have kind of hindered him, like as he's gotten older, he's probably become less of a poacher and more of a false nine, number 10. Like he has every single attribute you'd want from a striker in his game. I think the only thing that's really missing is a Premier League. And look, he could go do what Van Persie did. Not saying what Van Persie did was easy, but he could go to a team that was probably just one piece away and take that team to a title. Would that make him a better striker than he already is? Probably not. Would it boost him up on this list? Absolutely. I don't really know what more to say about him. Like the, the goals he scores, they speak for themselves. At this point in his career, he's already third in the Premier League. His goals per game record is crazy. He has two uh, golden boots. He has uh, a most assists in the league. Like, the guy is incredible, and I, I think he'll only really get his flowers once he gets that trophy. And I do agree, to, to really be in and amongst the upper echelon of elite strikers of all time, he has to get those trophies. But as a player, man, I can't I can't speak highly enough of the guy. Raj, you got the same? Uh, this is number five, isn't it? Uh, I've yeah. actually, uh, this is going to be a, a, an unpopular one. I've got Alan Shearer at five. Um, I... I I, see I don't think he's unpo- as unpopular as you think. That's not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous to say. <laughs> All right. So in terms of as a complete forward, I think Alan Shearer didn't have many great attributes in terms of he wasn't a good passer. He wasn't a good dribbler. In terms of his finishing, it was powerful. But he didn't used to just pull rabbits out of a hat like a Suarez, for example. Uh, I think he was quite limited. And those that volume of goals has come in a lot of games. I think it's purely come from being in the Premier League for so long but he's managed to get mm. that many many goals. His goals-to-game ratio isn't as good as a lot of strikers like Aguero, Henri, um, or even a, um, a player like Suarez or uh, Van Persie. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think... I obviously didn't watch most of his peak. I saw him in his late career. He, he looked a bit finished to me around 2004, 2005, 2006. But, um, yeah, and he scored a lot of penalties as well, if I'm right. I'm not sure how many, but I think a lot of it those is. goals were penalties. So I'm What's not a big saying Raj. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so I'm not a big um, Shearer fan. So yeah, I'll put him at. Uh, and he failed for England as well. That's the. It, I know it's not Premier League related, but I think we saw a lot of his limitations in an England shirt as well. And I kind of, I think, did have an indication of his quality. Michael Owen actually performed a lot better for England compared to Shearer, and so did Wayne Rooney, except for in some major tournaments. We know he, he did have a f- bit of a mare, but yeah, Shearer's fifth. Right. Fourth, I'll go first. Seeing as Raj just put in a case for the same man, I've gone Shearer. Um, it's really hard to put players... I know a lot of football fans are going to go, yeah, but he scored the most goals in the Premier League, so why isn't he first? I'm 30 years old. I didn't watch enough of Alan Shearer to put him so high ahead of some guys that I watched and were literally the reason I fell in love with football. Um, and also, I did look at his goals record. Two, 283 goals in 559 games in his career. I don't think that's a brilliant goals-to-game ratio, considering at that time Blackburn and Newcastle were actually decent. I'm not saying Alan Shearer wasn't a good footballer. As I say, I haven't watched enough of him. But then to go and put him ahead of other players that I did watch so much of um, just didn't feel right to me. That's you off BBC for sure, then. (laughs) What's that? That's you off BBC for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, facts. Cut that out. Um, (laughs) I have him as well at number four. Like Again, this is the one player on my list that I've never seen play. And... I put him in because I have to respect the record. Because you were scared of the Twitter comments. Facts. Nah, me scared of Twitter comments. Oh, you don't know me well enough, bro. Um, nah, 260 goals. I mean, look, I, I don't necessarily know his games, his goals per game record off the top of my head. I don't know much about Alan Shearer, but, and I'm very honest enough to say that. But 260 goals in, what, 14 years? That's 19 goals a year. That, that's still pretty insane, like all, all things considered. And like you said, at the time, Blackburn and Newcastle were decent sides. Blackburn even won the league with them, which mm. is why I put him above Kane, purely because of that reason. That's still an impressive record to have for two teams that, let's be honest, aren't one of the traditional United, Liverpool, uh, or, or Arsenal and at, in current years, Chelsea and Manchester City. So again, I, I will admit I haven't seen enough of him to really judge him, but I have to respect he, – he's, he's the 90s king right there. I have to respect that. Hussein. 
Alan Shearer. Alright, so um, I'm I'm gonna get to my number four, but um, I actually don't. I'm gonna say it now. I don't have Shearer on my list at all. At all. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, mental. I'm. I'm not on it, man. Isn't I'm, that I'm not on the not Shira having stuff. Suarez in my top ten. Uh, not having I, Suarez higher than. Nah, me. it's not. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I didn't watch him, so I'm not gonna pretend like oh, Alan Shearer, this is that. Number two, he had a shit celebration, worst celebration I've ever seen. <laughs> Bro, like be crazy. Yeah, you, you did something goals. else there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think context is important. He's trying to get me cancelled. Hey, that yo. one's important. Fuzz, fuzz, fuzz. Um, yeah, that like, bro, you've scored that many goals. At least experiment a little bit. Number three, longevity. Like, bro, if you're in the Premier League for that long, you're gonna score goals. I don't care if it's the most. I don't care. If, like, he's just gonna get goals. And lack of ambition. Like, he had the chance to go United. You chose Newcastle. You could have won the league with Manchester United multiple times, and maybe you would have got my top ten. But he decided to go Newcastle. Whatever in it. But yeah, he's not my. He's not my top ten. I'm not hearing anything else. He's. You can't convince me otherwise. I can't uh, lie. And 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 this is this is this is how I thought of it. Yeah. Well, again, like if he plays against the Van Dykes, the Sol Campbells, the Vidic, the Ferdinand, I don't know if he's doing it. I think they'll eat him for breakfast. And I looked at my top ten list and I and I asked myself, would I have any of these guys ahead of Alan Shearer starting for me? And the answer was yeah. So, anyways, number four, uh, Mr. England, Harry Kane. Um, yeah, it longevity. Yeah, he's done it multiple seasons. We spoke about him. Um, done it multiple seasons. I think the thing that's playing for me against Harry Kane, having him higher, I think he's an amazing striker. I think one of the most complete strikers I've ever seen. Amazing finisher. Um, got better passing than a lot of centre mids um, in the game. Honestly, like he's he's incredible. Um, but I think the thing that plays against him for me is um, lack of ambition. Um, if I'm him, I'm booking a flight to to Germany from now. Can you use that reasoning though, Hussein, when you saw that he literally put in a transfer request for City last year? Yeah, but still, like Pep, it's, it's going back to Pep. If he wants it, he'll get it. He'll 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 demand it. I think with Harry Kane, he, he's had opportunities to go. He he chose a time that you gave me like they weren't trying to hear it. I don't know. Um, if if I'm if I'm Harry Kane, like we go back to Wayne Rooney for example. Wayne Rooney was winning league titles with Man United, but saw there might have been a, a, a little decline. We weren't signing enough players. We let mm. go of Tevez. We let go of Ronaldo. We replaced him with mm. Owen, Oberton, whatever. I'm putting a, a transfer request with Alex Ferguson. Like, do you get me? It was, um, it was a massive thing at that time, but I, looking back at it now, I do respect it. Um, but yeah, Kane is too good for me to not include in my top five. But um, yeah, I've got, I've got other players in front of him for, that, for those reasons. I'm just going to put um, a case, just just a word in about your 10th. Alan Shearer retired in 2006. Eric Cantona retired in 1997. So Yeah. I'm just saying, you said, like, I haven't watched Alan Shearer. <laughs> no, but, but, but I said, what, what did I say? I said my 10th, let's, let's get this correct now. I said my 10th is very uh, flexible. I can change him. And number two, like, Cantona played with his collar up, bro. Like, Swag. Hey, listen, Leadership. I've got my collar up underneath this shirt. You're going to put me in the top 10. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Is there a player who... What's the right way to phrase this? Is there a player more indispensable to their team in world football than Harry Kane? Yes. In terms of if they lose their player, they're that much worse than Harry Kane. Yeah, Thiago Alcantara. That's my simple answer. <laughs> <laughs> If, if um, goes, more, is Thiago more important to Liverpool than Van Dijk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd have a Matip Canati partnership. Yeah. Matip Canati will be solid. Yeah. And you have, without without Thiago being there, you're finished, I think. Uh, as we've seen I this season. It, it's quite mad, though, to say that, considering Liverpool have competed for the league without him. So Yeah, but that was, George, that was with my brother, Jorginho Wijnaldum, there. He's your brother, him. yeah? The way you said that was like your actual <laughs> brother. Like, my brother. I also am a big Genie Wijnaldum fan. My fourth is Harry Kane. Um, and the way, way I look at his career is kind of a reverse to Karim Benzema. Benzema was the facilitator and then the star man. Harry Kane used to be kind of the star man scoring all the goals. And now he's also mm. become a facilitator for Hung Min Son. So he's done it in reverse, really. Uh, and that just shows how multifaceted he is as a player, as a creator, he's a goal scorer. Uh, the attacks, Conte uses him as kind of the main kind of uh, link for all of his attacks now. He's the central link. Well, through all the transitions, go through him from the centre-backs and the wing-backs. So he's perfect for his style of football. And I think Conte could probably win a domestic cup this season. And that would do his legacy wonders, I think, if, if Kane can get that. 
was proud of that. I feel like I should have probably put Kane higher, but I can't go back now. So um, I'm always right. I always end up. I always end up being right. This guy, what I say about this guy? He just loves to told you something. So why, even if hey. even if I'm wrong, I don't want to say it in front you of this get, guy. You can send me up with tap-ins, man. It's just like he to be across the box. I'm there waiting for the tap. Um, who's third, Leah's on your list? I just want to say off off camera, Leah's just said everyone should have their top three in the same order. So. Absolutely. Go I'll on. be actually offended if you don't. Number three is Sergio Aguero. Yes. Oh, right. No. <laughs> Sergio Aguero is the third greatest striker in Premier League history. And it's only because the two above him, for me, are just untouchable, in my opinion. Aguero refined the Premier League. Like when he, when he came in, the impact that he had on that Manchester City team, for a while under Mancini and under Mark Hughes before, they were a good team. Yeah, Torre was doing bits. David Silva was doing bits. Carlos Tevez was their captain, company in the back. But Sergio Aguero took them from a great team to an elite team. And that's what happens when you sign an elite striker. And since then, he has been the picture of efficiency and the picture of consistency. And this is a guy that every single season plays, what, 28 to 30 games a year, it seems like. Injuries probably hurt us from having the top goal scorer in Premier League history. And yet, uh, despite that, it seems like every single year it's 20 goals or above, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And I always went back and forth of Aguero. In fact, the reason I probably don't have him second is for one reason, and it's because of the injuries. And it's because over a 38-game season, it felt like every single year there was a striker who was probably better than him. Not a better striker than him, but they hit better numbers or they'd be more consistent than him. But over a 10-year period, and you guys know I value consistency a lot on this show, no one beats Aguero in that regard. A decade straight of consistently challenging for a, for a golden boot. If he didn't win it, he was second. If he wasn't second, he was third, without a doubt. And then Pep Guardiola comes in and decides he doesn't really rate Sergio Aguero. I'm going to go with Hinacho for a minute. I'm going to go with Jesus for a minute. I might even go with a false nine. And Aguero was able to refine his game into being more of a fox in the box, into being better in build-up, into suiting a Pep Guardiola system more and more. And he was really the linchpin of that 2018-19 uh, uh, Premier League winning team. And that's actually, I believe, one of only two Premier League team of the seasons he's ever made. Sergio Aguero was third. Only because the two guys above him for me are just untouchable. Yeah, that's it. Before we go to, uh, I feel the two people who disagreed, I also agree. Um, I looked at his numbers and I was like, in my head, I was like, I know for a fact this guy scored 20 goals a lot. Um, But this is season by season, 23, 12, 17, 26, 24, 20, 21, 21, 16, 4. That level of consistency, I rate consistency above everything. I said something before we started doing this whole recording is that I think it's so underrated now that A, players can stay fit and B, players can play at the elite level. And he was playing for City during a period where they were going through transition. He then became the beacon of hope in their transition. He then got dropped out. Then he remolded himself. I think there's a, a, a thing people say about him all the time is that he's a boring striker. Like he just scored 20 goals. But actually, I think his variation of goals was unbelievable. Um, so Aguero third, Raj, you didn't agree at the start, which makes me think you've got a different order. So yeah, I've got uh, Wayne Rooney in third. Um, so this guy, obviously, I, I, I love Wayne Rooney as a player, to be honest. He had everything. Again, he was a creator. He was a goal scorer. But most of all, he was aggressive on the pitch as well. He made his presence felt the whole time he was there. He was quick. Defenders didn't want to face him, really. Um, but yeah, I, I like Wayne Rooney, but yeah, I, I had Aguero ahead of him um, as my second, really. Um, main reason is Aguero, you mentioned his volume of goals. It's also how many games he did in. He's got, I was reading earlier, 108 minutes per goal, uh, whereas mm. Henri is second with 122. The difference between that is quite big. Uh, Aguero, as you said, uh, I may as well do my second whilst I'm at it because that's the conflict. Uh, but yeah, he scored from all kinds of angles. Uh, and there were big goals as well. Obviously, the QPR moment. Um, the the other one was the Liverpool-Man City big clash uh, at the Etihad. The title decider, yeah. it was dubbed as, in 2018-19. Aguero span away uh, from Dejan Lovren and scored one of the best finishes I've seen, really. Underrated finishes like that. Such a tight angle. And he squeezed it past Alisson Becker. Uh, Liez is the top Brazilian footballer of all time. Uh, <laughs> Alisson had no chance. Um, so it, that was the thing. Aguero, Aguero came in big moments and big goals. Uh, I, I, and I, that's why I've got him ahead of Rooney slightly. Well, obviously, Rooney was obviously world class as well. It's, it's not much between them. Uh, Hussein? 
I've gone with uh, Aguero at number three. Okay, so here's the thing. You were fuming at the Rooney being third. So instead yeah. of going, this is why I got Aguero third, why are you unhappy about Rooney being third? I think Rooney is criminally underrated. I think he's... When you look at Rooney's career at Man United, there was only, I don't know, maybe two seasons where he was the main man. Other than that, he's he's second to Vanistroy. He's second to Berbatov. He's second to Van Persie. He's second to everyone, really. Oh he, he's... Yeah, yeah whoever it is you get me he's changed his game so many times his he i think he sacrificed his play for the team i think he sacrificed it might be controversial but i think he sacrificed his his career he shortened his career with his playing style um with the crazy tackles and with the crazy press and with the the amount of running he he's done and um i think wayne rooney's unbelievable i think the mentality he brought to the team as soon as he he left the united uh, change room you saw stuff start to crumble and um yeah massively massively underrated for me um, and even the two two seasons where he did start as that striker, I can't remember what, I think it was 09-10. Oh, yeah. yeah, bro, ridiculous, ridiculous. When we had that V, that V kit, headers came out of nowhere um, in the box. He, he was scoring tappings, he was scoring outside the box. He was, he was unbelievable, unbelievable to watch. Wayne Rooney, right? Like you talked about, uh, Raj, when you were talking about Kane, he kind of has the reverse Benzema career. Wayne Rooney has the exact Benzema career. Like, he is like Benzema's English twin from across the pond, or not even across the pond, across whatever border there is between France and England, if there is any. Besides the point, his period between, like, let's, let's remember him at the start, England's golden boy, 16 years old, lights it up, comes to United, Champions League hat-trick on his debut. What he did for Man United, and I talked about, I didn't have Burkamp on this list, I didn't have Eric Cantona on this list because I didn't want to have second strikers. Rooney is the exception to that rule, even though he only really played two seasons off memory as the lead number nine. But in those two seasons, 2009-2010, not just losing Cristiano Ronaldo, but also losing Carlos Tevez. And what did Sir Alex go and do? Replaced him with Gabriel Obertan, Michael Owen, and Antonio Valencia. All of the pressure was on Wayne Rooney to deliver. And I'm going to use this point to bring it into another. But Manchester United were one of the best teams on the planet that season for almost all of it until the tie against Bayern Munich when mm. the last minute of the first leg, it was his ankle, I believe. He tore ankle mm. ligaments. Yeah. Decided to play the second leg, was basically out for the rest of the season, and Man United's season crumbled. They lost to Bayern after giving up a 3-0 lead. They lost to Chelsea on the last day of the season. They were nothing without Wayne Rooney. He brought them to such a level, PFA Player of the Year that year as well, that they really had no right being in. 2011-12 was the other season where actually they also didn't win the league, but he was just untouchable, right? The, the amount of goals he was scoring, free kicks, he had two basically identical goals, free kicks against Arsenal in the same game. Scored bicycle kicks against Manchester City. When you talk about big game player, I don't think anyone trumps Wayne Rooney. Maybe Aguero is actually that one guy who can probably chat to him, but in big games, this guy was so reliable against Manchester City, against Chelsea, Arsenal's reckoning, Tottenham's reckoning. And then I look at the injuries that really hampered his career. Talk about international tournaments. It wasn't that he went to these international tournaments fit and just flopped. This guy, every single tournament he played in, he entered with an injury. 2004, 2006, 2008, he missed the qualifier against Croatia because of injury. 2010, 2012, he missed through suspension. And 2014, every single time he was going into a big tournament, he missed through injury. There is not a single player on this list other than Thierry Henry, who is number one for me, more complete than Wayne Rooney. And through that selflessness that we just mentioned, he still managed to score the second most goals in Premier League history. Plus, he's the only person on this list to be top three in goals and top three in assists in Premier League history. That's got to be taken into account. Is it, you know oh, the 2009-10 yeah. season you talk about? Were Manchester United leading the title race until he got injured? With, with... Yes. And the thing with yeah. Wayne Rooney, right? I made an archive video on Messi this year because he was, he, won, he was Ballon d'Or winner. Wayne Rooney in February of that year had more goals than Lionel Messi did. And this is oh, Messi wow. being supplied by the greatest Barcelona team of all time. Iniesta, Xavi, Pedro, mm. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Wayne Rooney was just basically Antonio Valencia crossed into the box. And Wayne Rooney, who <laughs> like... drilled crossing on the floor. <laughs> and like Hussein basically just said, that season he just downloaded headers from nowhere. Wayne Rooney was never some prolific header before that year. Every single time the ball was in the box, Wayne Rooney, header, goal. And then and that the year after... When, off the United season. And then when you got to the Champions League final against Barca, he was a guy who equalized, wasn't he? And, and pulled you out whilst everyone else yeah. was crumbling around him. So, 2007 yeah. Champions League against Kaka, when everyone remembers those, those two Kaka wonder goals. Man United won that first leg, and it was because of Wayne Rooney. Two mm. goals in the last five minutes. Every single time this guy, this team needed him, he showed up. And probably put his body to the line too many times, because like we talk about, at 18 years old, he had the body of a 25-year-old. At 25, mm. he had the body of a 35-year-old. And the, the, the injuries just kind of racked up and racked up. But this guy, oh, his he's got peak, body man, of a 70-year-old. <laughs> what did you say? 
<laughs> now he's got the body no. of a 70 year old if you look at him oh, <laughs> hey, that's the way it works but yeah man when you talk about complete let's i don't think many if any can, can chat him i think in result that leaves us with thierry Henry top for all of us right absolutely so I was yeah, actually exactly. really close to having Rooney first, you know, for everything, really? every reason you said, and also because I think the, the actual best footballer on this list is Rooney. Like, he's actually the best footballer. Like, you could play him centre-back, left-back, right-back, whatever, and he's proven that as well time and time again. I think Thierry Henry is probably more remembered because he gave us lots of moments where he did things that were purely unthinkable. And and I don't want to go into a list of them. I think there's so many that, that he did in big games, in games against top defenders. What's um, your favorite Thierry Henry moment, uh, Nubid? Probably the one where he flicked it up and put it over Barfaz's head because I've never seen a player do that. And like I, I used to practice it in the park all the time and it was impossible. Bro, it's hard. It's so impossible. Yeah, so... I think the free kick that he, t- he has to retake and he looks at the referees. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. The minute that happened, my brother said to me at the time, that's going to be in the next Premier League ad. And the next year, it was the closing thing of the ad. And I, I think those moments make you really fond of Henri. Um, I also think he did have a, like, a glowing career in what at the time was an incredible Arsenal team. Then again, an incredible Barcelona team and so on and so forth. Do I think he could have dragged Arsenal to the levels that Rooney did at United because United Rooney had a lot of dross in that team I don't know if he could which is why I was like but then at the end at the end of it I was like ah oh, but it's Thierry Henry like he he just makes you feel a certain way yeah. and I, for that reason I was like I just can't argue against Thierry Henry how has Fernando Torres not got a shot so, I was gonna say, oh. you of all people so here's yeah. the thing right the one player I missed out on the shout out so I was gonna save it to the end um I absolutely loved Fernando Torres. Like I think I like fell out of love with football and fell back into love because of Fernando Torres. Probably similar to pe- people like Zane who fell into love with fo- fell in love with football because of Van Nistelrooy. Torres had something that I don't think we'd seen at any point until then. Like the the ability to essentially do what Hazard does now and so on and so forth. Basically, just touch and run, but within a split second from a standing position. Um, unfortunately for Torres, like the rest of his career tailed off badly, but actually that was purely down to injuries and how they were managed. And then his confidence was absolutely shot. Um, I I was so, so close to putting him really high in the list. But for me, it was like, he's either high or he's not in the list. Because I was like, I'm putting him in high because I've got a personal affiliation to him. Um, and I was like really close to putting him in at like sixth or seventh. But then I was like, he's either sixth or seventh, or I can't put this man in the list because I'm going to get crucified. Um, you, like, let's say Fernando Torres is premier. Let's, let's say in 2010 he decides to leave Liverpool for Barcelona. I would have put him in a similar category to Luis Suarez. Not he didn't reach the heights that Luis Suarez did, but I would have looked at him the same way. And that that three year period, he was possibly the best striker on the planet. Right? I remember I always bring this up when I talk about Torres. There's this clip floating around on YouTube. I might I might tweet it out someday, where it was Inter versus Liverpool in 2007. And Inter were probably the best team on the planet at the moment. Like yeah. I remember the commentator was saying, like they're the favorites for the Champions League. And nil-nil in the San Siro for the second leg. Zlatan is missing chance after chance after chance after chance. And Fernando Torres is actually having a quiet game. But I think around 75th minute, he gets one chance, turns it in one touch, and bangs it in the back of the net. And Andy Gray, before the controversy, basically goes and says, that's the difference between Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Fernando Torres. That's why in a must-win game, I'm taking Fernando Torres over Zlatan. This guy was so clinical, so deadly. The, the pace was devastating. I think the injuries, that's like you talk about a player who didn't live up to his potential because of injuries. He's yeah. got to be high up there. That, that would have been my one, to be fair, because I yeah. think it, one thing that's really interesting to me in the debate is people always go Torres or Suarez. I think it's a really unfair debate because people go Suarez can do, turn sewage into sewage water into wine. I actually think it's forgotten about how many times Torres has done that as well because he was a little bit less comfortable in possession. Uh, he didn't look as natural, but the amount of times mm. he'd round a defender, then round a keeper, um, and he did terrorize some of the best defenders. In my opinion, two of the best defenders in Premier League history in Vidic and Rio, the one man they couldn't cope with was Fernando Torres. Um, but at the end of it, I was like, putting a man in because his peak was unbelievable was so difficult. Um just before, just before we wrap up, let's go our 10 to 1. Let me go first. Uh, my number 10 was Anelka, 9 Owen, I think. And my order's completely changed. 8th um, Kane, 7th Drogba, 6th Van Persie, 5th Suarez, 4th Shearer, 3rd Aguero, 2nd Rooney, 
Very close between Rooney and Henri and first Henri with honourable mentions for all of the following. Gudjonsson, Zola, Van Nistelrooy, Demba-Bar, Crespo, Michu, Defoe, Tevez and Elka. And, oh no, uh, Tevez and Torres. And also a man we missed that we didn't even mention at all, Andy Cole. He is going to be seething watching this because his, his goal record is insane. Um, Hussain, give us your 10 to 1. So in 10, um, Cantona, King Eric. Uh, 9, I've got Burkamp. Eight Drogba, seven Van Persie, six Van Esteroy, uh, five Suarez, four Harry Kane, three Aguero, two Rooney, and number one is Thierry Henry. With honourable mention to Javier Hernandez, um, the only man that could assist himself um, by kicking it and then scoring it off his head. <laughs> uh, Leas? Ten Suarez, nine Vardy, eight RVP, seven Rude, six Drogba, five Kane, four Shearer. I can see the producer typing. <laughs> four Shearer, third Aguero, second Rooney, one Thierry Henry. Uh Ten Burkamp, nine Owen, eight RVP, seven Drogba, six Suarez, five Shearer, fourth Kane, third Rooney, Aguero and Henri. Uh, my honourable mention is a man we haven't mentioned. He returned to the Premier League this week, Diego Costa. He, in a, in yeah. a similar mould, to Drogba, he was that kind of bull type of striker uh, who used to occupy defenders uh, and allow the others to flourish around him whilst still scoring goals. And I loved his aggression on the pitch. Um, and yeah, him and Hazard, that partnership carried Chelsea really to the to the Premier League title in 2016-17. So yeah, uh, he's, yeah I think he deserves a mention. Good shout. Finally, one last honourable mention before we leave you. Romelu Lukaku, 120 plus goals in the Premier League for West Brom, Chelsea, Everton, United. Have I missed anyone? No, I think that's it. That's, that's it, because I've got great knowledge. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you drop a like on the video if you enjoyed it. Drop your comments with your thoughts. I've got a feeling Suarez at 10 is going <laughs> to wind a lot of people up. Um, and I've got Not my clip for this week. <laughs> Not having Rude Van Nistelrooy might wind a lot of people up. Yeah, that too also. Yeah. Uh, if you don't follow the boys, then make sure you follow them. All their links are in the description. And uh, we'll see you next time on the No Ratings Podcast. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.